Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. On a distant planet, a great kingdom was ravaged by beings who came from the future to conquer the universe. Now, the only survivors follow a doubtful seer and a throneless king. They will hold her in the Black Fortress. You must have help. Thieves, bandits, fighters and brawlers. Desperate men. Those are the kind of men I need. Well, you heard him. We are now an army. At the end of an impossible journey, they must fight an invincible enemy. Here's the knowledge you seek. I shall be your king. In the fortress, you will face more than the slayers. What is about to happen to them could never have happened on Earth. Columbia Pictures presents a world apart from anything you have seen before. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. do this shit live doing it live sir. like we like we do every week uh, yeah yeah you know, like um i have to keep killing my plex <laughs> <laughs> it's a, i only do it every week um welcome to movie sucktastic uh i'm scott hello yeah, everybody is, this is joey that's, that's joey 
and yeah. uh, we're this episode is another um, listener request episode. Yes. Do you um, do you have the name of the person that recommended this one? Oh shit! Uh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I totally don't I don't remember. So I I thought you might have it on hand. Yeah. No. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> I, yeah, you could tell how prepared I was tonight. Uh, same here. I don't have I don't have have, have their name. Uh, but yeah, yeah. One of the other listener requests that came up uh, that was a great one because hell, it's it's in the op- opening uh, like one of our opening videos, and it's come up countless times in the past. Is Krull? Oh yeah. Uh, the 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 sword and sword and fan, uh, sword and sorcery film eighty three. Right. Right around the same time, all those other bad sword and sorcery films came out. It was like a huge rash of them. Yeah, uh, th- you know, like Hawk the Slayer. Hawk the Slayer. That's another one we need to do at some point. There's like three with um, uh, um, damn it. There's there's three with this other actor in them. I mean, it's just they're all over the place. Now, okay, let's see. Yeah, uh, Spleen X. That is the YouTuber. His name is Spleen. Oh, X. Okay. He. Uh, we had a video that we made uh, that we put like a trailer or a commercial for our show, so to say, just asking everyone to give movie recommendations, and that has been up, and it probably will stay up. So yeah. he says, commented, "Crawl, Conan the Destroyer, cheese, but I love it or Hatchet. I don't know." LOL. So we had our pick of, of those films, and uh-huh. we just really gravitated towards Krull. Yeah. Those are all excellent recommendations, though. Oh, Conan the Destroyer was a close second. Don't get me wrong. Believe me. And that is a film that we will absolutely review at some point. Oh, oh my God. Uh, absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind that we will review that film at some point. <laughs> so... But so now we're reviewing Krull. Krull. Now this is this is a um, 1983, like I said, so it's a childhood film for us. I saw this in a movie theater. You did. I saw. I'm no joke. Uh, it's not something I'd make up. I. Okay. I, you know, some people might say you know, they'd lie to make the story sound better. I actually. I, I would never accuse you of lying, sir. Well, because I don't do it. I absolutely saw this in a movie theater in 1983 when it came out um i remember very vividly my aunt and my mother took myself and my sister to see this uh we were at my aunt's house in new york and we went up to one of the local movie theaters and we saw this in a theater and i remembered loving this film when i was a kid so i yeah i saw it on hbo I definitely did not see it in a theater. I saw this uh, in a the theater. I, I, I do have fond memories of the film. I, I, I wouldn't put it up there as like like favorite childhood films, but I would remember it and like, oh yeah, that was fun. Um, I've I've had a copy, I've had, but I haven't watched it uh, since I was you know the eighties. Right. Uh, until we we uh, chose it the review, so I'm revisiting it after like what, twenty. 20 30 years 35 almost 35 years oh thank you i didn't want to feel that old <laughs> uh, uh, yeah uh, well how do you think i feel i mean <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I, I mean, the seven-year-old me would tell you that this is the greatest film ever made. Um, but then I revisited this probably about 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. My wife and I, we were then dating. Um, I got myself a DVD copy of this. And I told her, I said, I loved this film when I was a kid. I said, we should watch this. This is a good movie. We watch it. And she hated me after after I made her watch that. She still brings it up. She still brings it up how I made her watch this shitty movie. And it, it was it, it was like that, that experience that you always talk about how... Um, Oh, what was the movie that you you always mentioned about how oh this was great and then you watch it and go maybe this isn't so great. No, it was the villain. Ah, yes, the one with it Schwarzenegger. Was just, it was your, yeah, it was your scenario exactly, except we were both angry afterwards. <laughs> like I was mad at myself. Says, what the fuck was I thinking? This isn't funny. What, I, this is horrible. I, <laughs> I couldn't I, even I couldn't even put myself in that mindset where this was a fun film. I was like, damn it, what happened? I was actually just more embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I really, I was like, I, I really thought this was good. I'm sorry. I think, the, I, yeah, I think the only other time that happened to me was back uh, when um, I had recommended Stacy watch uh, Caveman's Valentine. Oh. <laughs> and and, and uh, I'd come home from work, and she was actually she was like physically angry with me that she had I had made her I had rec- I told her to watch it that it was good. <laughs> like she was going to physically hurt me because she watched it based on my say so. Wow. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't think it's that's a bad film at all. So, which one is Caveman's Valentine? That's um, Samuel Jackson plays the homeless guy that ends has to uh, ends up like solving a crime or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Based on think, a novel. I don't think I ever I saw haven't, it. I haven't read, but I own it. I don't think I ever saw it. Um. Uh, I I liked it. I I would you know I didn't recommend it to. It. I was like you know you know I liked it. It was good, but it's not a great film, but it was good. Yeah. So, I, yeah. After I recommended this, I, I was embarrassed and very apologetic. <laughs> that's that's how um, I was. I said, "I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm sorry." Did you make her watch it again this time? For the to watch before the, before the review. I was thinking about it, uh, <laughs> like for the joke, but I knew better and I didn't bother. I did tell her what I was reviewing, and she just kind of gave me this face, and I was like, "I okay, I, I get it." <laughs> I get it. You didn't like this film. Um, I, I'm kind of halfway with you there. I, I didn't uh, ask Holly th- to watch it with me. Uh, she actually came in the last half hour. Oh boy! Uh, but I, what, I didn't, what a half hour! Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wish, in hindsight, I wish I had made her watch it with me because it would have killed some of the boredom and some of the parts. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, you know, and and between that and you could, you always knew and it always felt like when they were on a set, I mean, especially the one part in the beginning of the film, uh, after they're ready to get married and the bat and that, you know, that battle happens and he's the, the old man, (laughs) he's like, the dude doesn't even look that old. Hello, old man. (laughs) I was young once. It's like, dude, what are you, what are you, 50? I mean, relax already. <laughs> Hello, old man. You are the old. You are the old man. It's like I, I, I am needed now. It's like where were you? Just sitting on top of a fucking hill for a hundred years? It's like you're not that old, dude. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
but when he's got the, he, for whatever reason he's got a horse and he's telling this he's telling the prince to be who they refer to as a boy a lot of the film um he tells him that he's going to need help uh he's, you will need help and we have a journey to do and blah 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 and all this and you could see as he's walking to the matte painting in the opening of the door uh that it is a full sound stage just right. even by how the horse's hooves are echoing now you could also attribute that it is a large room and that that would happen anyway but no you're not being fooled no one's being fooled by it it is a sound stage now it, it, it is it 23 in, sets for this for this film yeah this uh, film all plates in 1983 in 1983 cost 47 million dollars right and that was a lot of money back that then. is a lot of fucking money if it wasn't the big, biggest budget film um uh, either of the genre or or of film that year I want like the highest budget. Yeah, oh shit! If not the highest, it was one of the. It was. It, oh yeah, one of. I mean, just for the fact that Superman at the time was the large, was the highest budgeted film with like forty-four million well, or forty-something million, and then Superman two beat that um, with close to fifty. So this right, but, could have been in the same ballpark. But, but I mean, you got to figure. You, you got to have a lot of people because becoming top because all it takes is like that much more to put you over the top right so i mean sure it might have been the highest budget ever that year but then two months later you know it was already topped and no one was talking about it anymore right you know they, they don't really have those milestones anymore about <sighs> that now uh ken marshall who is the the main character uh the the love interest the <laughs> prince the boy <laughs> prince Name, or, is name like, is... or as I like to call, I'm sorry. If or as I like to call him, who? <laughs> uh, Colwyn. Um, there was there was very few times that I didn't think he was gay. <laughs> that, that you a weird statement. You laugh because <laughs> when he first comes uh, onto the screen, well, that that sounded wrong. When he first appears on screen, <laughs> when he first uh, appears on screen, and he goes to his wife to be. It's almost he's very. He has this very feminine. It's like oh hi. <laughs> it's just the, like, the it way is. he delivered it. I don't know if he's a, a stage actor or or what, but it was just the way he was delivering his lines with her, and I was like oh hi. <laughs> Not even he was a TV actor. Was he a TV actor? Well, he yeah, looks, he looks is, like a TV is, actor. Yeah, this is his biggest thing ever. Like you know, if you go to IMDb, he's best known for Crawl. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he is not a, a a great heroic lead. He's he doesn't have he he's more like us. And even like that fight sequence when he's swinging off ropes and knocking down chandeliers, except they look like you know ribs. Right. Um, they're, they're really trying to sell that kind of swashbuckling char character. It's like you know, dude, we're in the eighties now. We don't do swashbuckling. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not, you know, fantasy, okay, you can kind of get away with it, but you still got to be a bit more, you know, he's still too swishy. You know, as, as I'm watching this, I am throwing in my own lines, riff tracks, MST3K MST oh. style. This oh. is a perfect film for us to do an audio commentary for. I think it is a good idea. Sure. I, I, I mean, we have Hawk the Slayer. It's funny that they're both fantasy adventure films, but like Hawk the Slayer, this easily can be done. 
we don't we wouldn't even have to think that hard for lines that's there's plenty of moments where uh there's enough silence to insert joke here it it it's very well paced as far as that goes it's boring because there's a lot of those (laughs) oh dude but as far as far as far as that goes this is a perfectly paced film to throw in one-liners all right. Now, when you say perfectly paced, but but it's sh- obviously it's perfectly paced because it's just the opposite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Cause I- I'm tempted to call this film boring, but sitting through it, I feel like there's actually, if you just like go through the events that happen in the, in the movie, right. there's a decent amount of stuff that happens. It's a two-hour. It's is, a two-hour film, and there is a they do put a lot on screen. Well, it's 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 like. Everything takes forever in yeah. this universe. It's a fucking the, journey. You f- you really do feel like you're taking it with them, and that's not a good thing. You know the shortest part, the shortest thing, the shortest event in this entire film was the wedding ceremony. Yeah, those things usually go on forever. But I mean, the the first really big one that I wrote, I realized I was in trouble was when he goes to find the the glaive, and <laughs> he so he starts climbing the mountain. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. He's climbing the mountain. And now he's oh look he has to dodge some rocks and now he's climbing the mountain. That, there's like five solid minutes of rock climbing. Yeah, it's insane. Yep. And it took him less time to put his hand in a hot pool of lava to pull out what you know looks like a starfish. And they really didn't even think twice about it. No, no, that wasn't even like oh this is a bad idea. No, well, yeah, let's go with it. He's probably just, like, uh, you know, my wife to be. She, her hand was on fire. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 so, and then, but that was like the first bad sign, and it just goes on from there. Every time they have to travel somewhere, we have to watch them travel. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they, oh, we're, we're going to ride the horses so we can get there within a day. Do we have to take the entire day to show <laughs> them running? My God, it, it's it's yeah, that- everything stretched out. Right, and so once you you have these pockets of things that happen, and then they'll say, "Okay, now we have to walk five minutes this way," and now we're going to watch that. <sighs> Even the climax is boring because they stretch all these moments out. I know. Oh, I, know. I mean, oh, it, it, oh it's, that. See, I thought that was Robbie Coltrane, that one character. Yep. Yeah, the and there, yeah, so there. You got the uh, you got Ken Marshall p- playing Colwyn, and you right. got Lizette Anthony playing Lissa. Who are they? Nobody knows. Nobody. Liam See, Neeson. They, they, both of them. This is like their biggest film. I think Lizette Anthony, the second biggest film of, of after her after this for her, was Look Who's Talking Now. Oh God. Or or Look Who's Talking Too. Definitely not the first one. It was one of the sequels. Oh. That's her next biggest thing. They've never been anything. The biggest. The biggest. Uh, actors are like the the side characters, and you had yeah. Liam Neeson and Robbie Coltrane yeah. walking around in the background. Oh my god! And then I mean, even Freddie, even Freddie Jones and Alan Armstrong aren't that bad. They're good actors, right? Uh, and I love so- I I love Freddie Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved him in The Elephant Man. Oh, you know he's great in there. Um. And then, of course, uh, what's his face? You said his name. I already forgot it. Uh, Alan Armstrong. Yes, uh, he's great too. And then, uh, what's his face? The uh, oh, the the teacher oh. from Willy Wonka. I love him. Yeah, 
What's Ergo. His... He plays. He plays the wizard. David. Ergo. Uh, David Batley. Yeah, just because he's him. I've and that's actually like one of my favorite childhood memories is him. Yeah. I liked him in the film, and I, and I remember always being upset about the Cyclops at the end. Yeah, getting cr- pancaked. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, but. <laughs> That's like when Holly walked in. I'm like, like every, she's like, she's like, I don't want to watch this. I'll just sit here. It's like, no, I'm going to tell you what's happening. And so I had to, I'm <laughs> recapping against her will, and I, and I got to him, and I said, oh, and that's the wizard. That's uh, uh, the math teacher from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And she's like, oh, I know him. Yeah. He's, 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 he's just, he's more iconic than the lead actor. This is this is very true. <laughs> this is very very true. Uh, the the one guy, the one guy that was in his group. The guy that makes it all the way to the end of the film. Yeah, that's uh, um. What's his face? What's his name? Torquil. Torquil. That's Alan Armstrong. Yeah. Oh, that's Alan Armstrong. Yeah. Oh, really? His picture. Oh yeah, that is Alan. Okay. That's he it. looks a lot different, older. Who's calling me? Does this work? Uh oh. <sighs> this looks like work. <laughs> this is very unprofessional. Yes. Oh, they hung up. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck uh, work. But anyway, I agree. <laughs> uh, what, what's funny about him is, in a very short amount of time, uh, he was the literally the same exact character in this mm. film, and also Dragon Slayer. Right. Is literally the exact same cal- ca- character. And wasn't uh, wasn't even the guy that played uh, Cyclops, uh, Bernard Breslaw, wasn't he also the giant in Hawk the Slayer? Um, yes, he was. Yes. Gort, the giant. Gort, yeah. Same, same guy. So they're even crossing over in these type films. Wow, he died in 1993. He was Oof. only 59. Did he have gigantism or something? Well, he was a big person. The bigger you are, there's like stress on the organs and stuff. Large people don't live long. No, 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 no. Andre the Giant, he was like only 42 or 43. Yeah. Gino would know yeah. he's his exact yeah, age, he but he was in his 40s. Oh, vey. Anyway. Oh, there's Ken Marshall's six-pack. Where he's crying, he's crying like a little bitch. <laughs> You've never lost a father and a wife in the same day. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't work. I, no. I, I'm, I'm not pulling the macho card here, but they, they, they try to show him of like, oh, he's a young prince. And uh, it's like they're trying to do like, like a reverse Thor arc where he's too much of a nice guy. And he has to become a tough guy to be, be a king. Right. And But they, they kind of throw away that whole transformation it's just like he has a little crying jag that's like okay i'll do whatever i have to do <laughs> that's like he like he falls well, immediately into king mode and never well, stops well he so wakes like he's like uh, there's he's, no real journey there yeah he's sleeping and uh uh what's his face he um freddie jones yinner or whatever his name is he's fixing mm-hmm. him up and he just wakes up Lisa! <laughs> <laughs> just like that Lisa! His wife's uh, n- his future wife's name to be is Lissa, which is a very popular name these days. Yeah, <laughs> it's just very Valley Girl, you know, kind of uh, name now, and they're using this back you know, thirty something years ago. It and, was, and I've uh, said a unique name then it isn't anymore. 
Yeah, and, and I, I've always said my big problem, one of my big problems in fantasy films is character names. They always have to go over the top. Yep. Torquil, Ergos, uh, Titch, Tarald, uh, uh, you know, Inir. Just, why, why was, like, Frederick, all right? Frederick. They don't think crazy. Uh, They're speaking English, so I don't know why you don't think they'd have, like, normal names. Yinner. That's Yinner, right? Yinner? Yinner? Yin- Yinyar. Inyar? Inyar. Inyar. Colwyn. Yeah, spell it. I, I did. He's like, uh, what's his face from Rotor? Uh, Cold Iron. Cold Iron. <laughs> Cold Iron. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll uh, take that over that any day. Yeah. yeah. Colwyn versus Cold Iron. Cold Iron. Cold Iron. <laughs> Yinner. It's an explosive lasso. Yes, Yinner. It's, it's between dinner and lunch. Yinner. Cold Iron versus Rousedower. Aroused? What? Rousedower. <laughs> no, I know Rousedower. Yeah, you know Rousedower. Uh, I love anyway, that MST3K. Back to the movie. Well, let's go over to... I mean, watching for the first time, it opens up with that Star Wars scene with, with the, the giant rock going through space. Do we right? want to break this down even further? Like the poster, the name of the film, things like that? Do we want to do that? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, that's a thank. You. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, the title, Crawl. Crawl. It's a damn good title. I like it. it it's a damn good title because it, it really doesn't have to do with anything. No. <laughs> so it's not descriptive at all. It's not like it's like called boat. Say, so, yeah, okay, it's gonna be on a boat. Crawl. What the hell is that? You, you have no idea. People, you know, people thought it was the knife. Even you know, well, it's you, supposed you, to. Well, crawl is supposed to be the planet that they're on, right? Which it, okay. It's like it, you don't know that from the title. No, do they don't? They barely even mention we're on planet crawl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't come up. The name doesn't come up much at all. In what the were film. what were the filming locations? With England, was, was that? Uh, I I know they did uh, some follow up, uh, like after shooting in Italy. So, yeah, according to this, we have uh, uh, Cortina di Ampezzo, Belluno, Veneto. Uh, oh, yeah. That's well, all Italy. Cast. Uh, Campo Imperatore, La Aquila, Abruzzo, Italy. Um, and then there you have the Lanzarote, Canary Islands of Spain, and then a few places in England. So, England, Spain, and Italy is where they film most of this film. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know Italy. I, I. I'm pretty sure I read that the, the Italian stuff was filmed near the end. They, uh, the Albert R. Broccoli 007 stage. 007 stage. They filmed there. Pinewood right. Studios, and the UK. Uh, uh, Bucking Buckinghamshire, England, for the the swamp scenes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now here's something weird. Speaking of like the locations and the nationalities, you know, there is a, a partial British cast. Uh, it's a large portion of the film's British. Now, including the female lead. They're going for a Star Wars thing. They're right, trying but, to uh, be that kind of epic. They wanted to franchise. Uh, I agree, but but what they did was the lead female. She's British, right? And then, but then they dubbed her voice over with an American accent, which was dumb. Ex- extremely dumb Extre- and unnecessary, dumb. considering she doesn't have that many lines in the film. Yeah, in rewatching this, I I didn't remember that they did that, and 
I was like, why are they doing that? That is just, what a terrible mistake. It's not like they were trying to hide everyone's English accents either. But I had a, I have a feeling it might because be because of the fact that Ken Marshall does not have an English accent, and they felt that because she is going to be his wife, they maybe her having a British accent and him not showed no on-screen chemistry. Maybe it went uh, that deep. I can't imagine they, that it would, but maybe it could be. I also think it's an easy argument for them uh, that American audiences are more likely to uh, embrace a an unknown actress in a female lead if she has an American accent. Maybe. I don't agree with that, but I, I think that's the, the rationale. I think that would be a rationale behind it too. Well, shit has definitely changed since then. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. For, oh, the, be- the, for 80s, the better. Joey. For the better. Yes. We're talking the eighties. You know why the eighties were so awesome? Because of shit Cause like the that. Because se- the seventies sucked so bad. So there was a there was a low bar in the eighties. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. The '80s was uh, the best time period to grow up in. Hor- it was, but it's a horrible period. Oh, of course. That's why it was so great. <laughs> it was great for film. It was great for 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 video games. It was it was just it was great for arcades. It was just great. It was it was a it was a shallow, <laughs> joyless, great period to be in. Yeah. You know, and every generation says that. Like, you, you'll get people that'll say the '90s is the best. No, it really isn't. <laughs> it's not. Let's not go there. No, it's not. But you, there's no way I'll defend the '80s over the '90s, and I'll have points and 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 uh, examples to back it up. Don't you worry. I, I I believe you, and I'm on your side. I love it when he he's he the clave. He's got it now, and he's the like glaze. the glass. The, 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 the hey light hey. <laughs> hey, Glide, eh? I have the Clive. <laughs> that's a, I told Holly. She walked in. It's like, and yeah, that's that's the Glaive. She's like, the what? The Glaive? It says, so what, what's a Glaive? That thing. It says, but what is it? It's the Glaive. <laughs> oh, he just, he just expressed the blades out of that thing. And I'm like, there's no way that didn't go into his fucking his hand. His hand, yeah. <laughs> There's no way that didn't happen. So he oh, gets I love it. That shot. He goes out. Well, the shot that we have in our opening is near the end that you put in, which is the better no, one. That's, no, that's the that's the opening shot when he first catches it. When he first open when he first picks it up, that's where that's from. No, the one that you have yeah. in the opening of the show, your opening, is is not the one that just happened in in the uh, the mountain. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Okay, we'll go back later. Look at your I'm own. Sure o- look at your own opening. <laughs> we'll, we'll, anyway, we'll go he, over that he, later, but he, I'm pretty sure it was. He goes outside to talk to him, and he's like, like a boy, just like a child. He's like, I want to throw this thing all around. Right. <laughs> and the old man, old man, yinner, he's like, uh, no, you'll know <laughs> when to use it, and now is not the fucking time that's going to happen. And he's just like, but, he did everything but like kick in the dirt and put his hands in his pockets. But you know, like, but but, then, but here's the point. After that scene. That's it. It flips. That's he it. Acts, everything he does after that is, is perfect. It's it's like they just flip a switch. Okay, he's done being petulant now. Now he's in a beard man, and he does everything he's supposed to like a real king. Right. That is true. That's it. Flawlessly. Flawlessly after that. There's no... They, they, they set up a character arc and like dropped it at the end of Act 1. Yeah, we're done with that. Not even the end of Act 1. It's like the middle of Act 1. Yeah. 
I don't know, somewhere around there. It would have been funny. It would have been funny if he threw it and it just fell to the ground. It's like, yeah, asshole, I'm not ready to be used right now. It would it's be like funny if it, it, it would be. It would talk. be funny. Yeah, it would be funny if it talked to him. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> it's like not happening yet. I don't think I'm up for inanimate objects talking on top of everything else. You have to wait to the third act, uh, dummy. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that which like sucks a lot of any kind of interest in the film out because they 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 kind of hamfistedly set up that character arc and then just totally drop it. Right. And now all we're stuck with is yeah, we have to save the world and the princess. Say, well, I've never seen that film before. <laughs> yeah, right. It's 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 it, you know I'm getting flashbacks to Lord of the Rings. It's been done the death. Uh, you know, it, it's the same formula over and over again. So yeah, and, it, and you know Lord of the Rings. I mean that's like twenty something years later that uh, the the same the story arc is is still being copied. Right. Even before this, I mean, there's no no ground being broken with this when this was made in 1983. Mm -hmm. It's no. just an age old story of rescuing damsel in distress. With, with no nuance whatsoever. No. I mean, I, when I'm watching a, like a film like this, and I actually, I actually fondly looked back at, at us reviewing Willow. I was like, you know what? There was a lot more going on in Willow. Yeah. <laughs> it had, you know, the, the the. I mean, now the person that wrote Crawl is uh, st uh sorry, uh, da, 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 da. Stanford, Stanford Sherman. Sherman. Stanford Sherman. He also wrote Ice Pirates. Oh. If we if we were working off challenges, um, if we were working off challenges, I was thinking that I would have to challenge you to Dragon Slayer, and now that you've mentioned that, I probably would have changed it to Ice Pirates. Well, just just look at he his last four films uh, were from the eighties. Were, were all in the eighties. Mm -hmm. He only did four eighties films, and he didn't do any films after that. Uh, the last four films he wrote, all eighties films, any which way you can, Krull. Ice Pirates and the Man Who Wasn't There. Wow. That's just a whole pile of like uh, fun badness. Yeah. I mean, like, like any which way you can. Uh, you can easily call it a bad film, but it's still such a great film. Oh, absolutely. And, um, and it just, I mean, it's weird. It's just, Krull, not a great movie at all. Yeah. And the, the storyline is... Yeah, everything he wrote, almost except maybe except for the man who wasn't there, is very memorable from our time period. Very memorable. So it's not dull, but it's no. just not well written. I mean, if we're going to talk about Stanford Sherman, we should talk about the director Peter Yates. I mean, he is he's he's a real director. He's done some some real films. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, all the way back to Bullet with uh, Steve McQueen. Yeah. So. I mean, you got Bullet. You've got movies like Bullet, Murphy's War. You've got The Deep. Um, then he did Krull. But then after that, he kind of brought himself back again with films like Suspect, with you know Dennis Quaid and Cher, and then An Innocent Man with Harrison Ford. So, and then he kind of slowed down a little bit after that. He did The Year of the Comet in 1992. Yeah, it sounds I... familiar, but I don't remember it. What is that? Movie? Oh, it's uh, fuck. Year of the Comet. It's not. Uh, you know what? Uh, Penelope think, Ann Miller and Tim Daly. I think it is it like a bomb from that year. An extremely rare bottle of wine, bottled during the appearance of the Great oh, Comet yeah, of 1811, yeah, we, is discovered. Margaret Harwood is set to retrieve it so it can be sold at auction. 
written by William William Goldman. He's the guy yep. that wrote uh, Princess Bride. Got it. I read his books, and this is one book. He wrote about how this movie bombed, why this movie was a failure. Oh, really? Uh, and, you know, from his standpoint, as being the person who wrote it. And it, it all, he like said it all came down to no one cares about uh, somebody robbing a bottle of wine. No one knows anything about wine. No one sure knows has a large is. opinion about uh, about why movies suck or bombed. No, well, he from a, just from a writing standpoint, he was like just pointing out this is why you know this is why this didn't catch on with any markets when he first you know had test screenings and stuff because there's a lot to do with wine. I think it would do it fare better in uh, today's uh, world. I mean, you people, know what? people are fucking. Yeah. People are all into wine these days, big time, more than yeah. ever. Who drank wine in the 80s? No, well, if they did, really? it, was, it was out of a box. Yeah, yeah. No one, <laughs> no one knew wine in the 80s. Yeah, now, it, now, like, you even have, like, the... Now it's even, like, okay for, like, lower-class people to... Lower-class? Wow. You know what was funny? We went, to, um, uh, we went to our local wine store not that long ago. Last mm -hmm. weekend, actually. And when we were walking through there, because we were looking for a specific bottle of wine, we found it at the... Uh, there's a, a, a desk area where you can try different cheeses and crackers and sample different wines. It's a whole area where you can do that stuff. Next to that, and this is totally off topic, but since we're talking about wine, I wanted to bring it up because you'll appreciate it. They had a well of water, like a refrigerated well of water, so that let's say I was buying a whatever, and I was coming to, say, your house, and I wanted to bring it cold because it was obviously not cold when I bought it, you put it in this water, and it said uh, two minutes is cold, four minutes is very cold, and then seven minutes is, like, super cold. And I was like, that is a pretty fucking cool idea. Buy a bottle of wine, throw it in there for five minutes while I'm looking for more wine, and then I have a cold bottle of wine that I am now bringing to your house. That's I thought that was brilliant. That is cool. So, anyway. But that movie probably would do better in today's market. Yeah, I think it would. I, I've never seen it myself. I just know about it because I read about it in William Goldman's book. Yeah. I forget which one it was, but that, that's why I just jogged the memories. Yeah, I remember the, the screenwriter saying how much, of, you know, why it was a bad film. <laughs> or not a bad film, per se, but why it didn't do well. Right. I don't think he was making excuses. It was he was looking at different aspects of the writing trade. Got He's it, actually a great. I mean, you know, if anybody wrote The Princess Bride, has to be a cool guy. I, I love The Princess Bride. Every, everybody, everybody loves The Princess Bride. My sister-in-law's walk-up music for her wedding was the theme to the Princess Bride. Yeah, everybody loves Princess Bride. It's, everybody. Like, it's like everybody liked Office Space. Sure. You Ma know, uh, Mowage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone loves uh, Office Space. I loved Office Space before it was fucking cool to love Office Space. No, no, but but, but I'm saying is everybody does. Yeah. That's like it's it's like people, I just hate when my favorite movie. No, it's not. Not it's everybody's favorite, favorite movie. movie. You have to give me another one. It was funny. People, I was at a, a, a site today, and people were talking about what they were going to be putting up on display for the greatest films ever made. And I was overhearing some of the films that they were talking about, and I wanted to chime in so bad, just just because I was like, I'm very knowledgeable in this. <laughs> I didn't, but films like. Um, Citizen Kane were brought up, and then obviously the argument how it's not the greatest film ever made, but then the argument of how it was ahead of its time was brought. It was like all the all the stuff we've talked about on the show. It's like I should yeah. chime in here. <laughs> here is my card. Enjoy the show. Um, 
But I just thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't add anything to the conversation. I just sat by. <laughs> I did my job. You did nothing. I did nothing. nothing. I will allow. I will allow them to screw up their best films of all time. Yeah, display. Could... <laughs> um. So the movie. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> we didn't. We didn't even get like into the. What happened in it? So basically, um, Ken Marshall's just... character Colwyn wants to marry Lissa. Lissa. Um, <laughs> he wants to marry her, and of course, his father doesn't approve. Or her father doesn't approve because of because of Colwyn's father. They don't really like each other, but they're kind of allowing the two unions to join anyway. But the main villain of the movie, um, who I don't even know what his fucking name is, other than the Beast, the Beast, other than uh, the, beast. the creature from the Black Lagoon ripoff, uh, is basically <laughs> how, how I could describe him. <laughs> Uh, I, I couldn't think of how to describe it. Holly said that. So, what is this creature from the Black Lagoon? It's like, ah, oh, it's a good one. <laughs> that's basically what he is. So, he's like, he's like, oh, that was the other thing. The the other movie that I would have challenged you to this, if it was a challenge <laughs> uh, scenario, if we had not already covered it, would be Legend. Because there are a lot of we, similarities. We no, I know. I'm saying if we had not oh. covered, uh, reviewed okay. Legend, Legend would definitely be on the table. Because of the similarities of her being captured, her being, uh, you know, fucked with mentally as far as like these corridors and things, just like in Legend, like Legend borrowed from this, absolutely. Legend, there's another film that that comes to mind repeatedly while watching this, like, oh, I wish I was watching that, or oh, (laughs) they have what's this beast thing with like a square skull and and and, like lipstick on. Tim Curry was much better in Legend, and I don't like that film, you know. (laughs) It's, it's just—it's one of those films that you keeps coming up every time you see something in this, you know. Oh, you know, uh, oh, like like when they're traveling and they're traveling and they're traveling. It's like, damn it, you know, Willow as bad as it was, it kept things moving along. They they went from place to place in no time. They had wheels. Yeah, come on. They're keeping oh. the keeping the story going. Um. So anyway, he is like, you know what? I, I want a piece of that. So he basically kidnaps Colwyn's future bride and is like, "You're going to be mine," and she's like, "No, I don't want that." I get there's you know. Then she goes on and on about how uh, ah. it's like she's in love and you know he could not he could never give her he could take any form. He even comes to her as Colwyn at one point, but he's got red eyes. It's like lose the red eyes. Maybe you could have sold that a little better if you if, lost the red eyes. And, and you know what. Hammer at home now. Love conquers power. Well, yeah, love she, is greater than power. She, she says it like two or three it, times. Yep. It comes up. It's like, oh, this is going to be a major theme. God damn it! And by major theme, I mean it comes up at the beginning and then at the end. Yep. So no other reason. After his, after his, uh, uh, they're called slayers. Storm the castle. Such a reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. Storm the castle, and kidnap. Kidnap Lissa. Uh, and kill everybody. And kill everyone, uh, including uh, Colwyn's father. Yeah, I lost my father and my bride. <laughs> <laughs> you pussy. Um, so, obviously, Colwyn decides to go after her and gathers a group of, uh, of people well, to go with him, including know, some, some guys that ambush them, but then 
he agrees to set them free um, if they join him. And of course, they promise them riches uh, beyond their wildest dreams. No. Little do they know that everyone but two people die. <laughs> well, they didn't. He didn't promise them riches. They promised them fame. Fame. That was the big discussion. Um, what is this? Yeah. My fucking computer wants to reboot for uh, an update. No. No. Don't want to. No. Don't want to do that. Pick We're a, talking. Pick a time. Pick a time. Yeah, like tomorrow. Pick a time. Here. Uh, let's say. Let's pick tomorrow. There we go. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck off. Fucking Windows. Appa- apparently, there's some major update uh, for Windows 10 this week. You probably mm. are. If you haven't gotten it, you're getting it. It should be happening. <laughs> it should be happening this week, and it's a, it's a major one. And of course, you know, it's it's the tie-in with the Xbox and all that stuff, which is fine. Um, I love me my X. I love me some Xbox. Been playing some Dead Rising, Frank Rising lately. Oh I'm, yeah, I, 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 play, I haven't played that yet. I'm so used to uh, him not being a zombie um, that I have to get used to it. Although he's, well, you'll play. He's not totally a zombie, but he mostly, mostly dead. <laughs> right. So, so on Corwin's journey with the old man, who's who's he's the uh, f- fortune teller that gives a voiceover at the beginning of the film. Uh, two, 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 two red flags at the opening of the film it was gonna be a bad film. Voice voiceover, yep. Flying Castle. Yeah, animated uh, Flying Castle. Well. Well, no, that that wasn't animated. It was that after, was a model. Yeah, it was a model. That's Star Wars fashion. Yeah, the Beast and Castle so blatantly, is like animated. And so blatantly Star Wars. It's like really, we're still doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, this this came out. Um, this came out in '83, the same year as Jedi. Right. So I think they, if I remember correctly, they tried to beat Jedi theatrically. When did Jedi? Or at least wanted to open around the same time. Well, this came out in July of 83, so it was a summer film. They were obviously trying to go for big, you know, blockbuster. Um, let's see. Return of the Jedi. Let's see. What came out first? Oh, Jedi came out first in May of 83, I, which I also saw in a movie theater. That was a pretty good year for me, movie theater-wise, as a kid. Hmm... So, July 29th of 1983. It's very close to August. Right. Like, August is almost the January, but for the summer. If you've ever noticed that. It's true. They kind of dump all the movies that they were trying to get in your May, June, July releases, and they dump them in August. Yeah. Most films do not do well in August. They just don't. Uh, there's only a handful of movies that have excelled where they purposely release them there, and one of them is the Bourne, Jason Bourne series. Uh-huh. Um, but for the most part, films don't do well in August, and they just kind of—it's kind of a dumping ground for the summer. It's the January of uh, summer movies, August. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm coining that phrase. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, for for as long for as long as we've been talking about this journey, it, it's twice as long in the film. It just uh, well, well, during the journey they pick up uh, a cyclops, a wizard, and uh, a, a group of uh, and and uh, ten yeah, a, a wizard a... that's even older than the old man. <laughs> oh yeah, and the wizard. 
and they, and the wizard's uh, boy child. They it's like they don't even remember. They, uh, sorry, it's not. It's like they don't even bring up the fact that he's like a thousand years old. It's like don't bring up his age. He's just really <laughs> old. <laughs> well, here's one of the reasons why I wish Holly had watched the whole film with me because I felt up, kind of annoyed that it didn't bother me first. She came in just. Uh, she's sitting there as they're climbing up the side of the castle at the end. And the, right. the, the boy's still with them. Oh, real quick, by the way, when he hands him uh, the cinnamon stick, the kid, because he asked him if he got anything to eat, I'm yeah. sorry, but it just looks like they're eating a fucking turd. But it looked like a tasty turd. It, it just, the way that it, it hooked, it just looked like it was like a tapered shit. Well, it's a I, fantasy I'm, film. You know, they, they're trying to do the rugged thing. I'm sorry, it looked disgusting. Anyway, continue. What was I saying? You were talking about how you wanted Holly to watch the whole thing with you. Oh yeah, because she's watching it, and the kid the kid's one of the people when they're climbing up the side of the castle, and she's like, "Wait, why don't why why do they still have the kid?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, well, the wizard died, and then like so, the, uh, the kid was with the wizard, and the wizard died. I said, right. "Yeah, but why is he still with them climbing the castle? Why didn't they leave him from somewhere?" I was like, and and I'm thinking, "Wow, yeah, you know, Liam, one of Liam Neeson's wives could have like taken the kid before they went to the death castle." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think? I mean, she, you know, she would have pointed that out right away. <laughs> I I had to wait to. She watched. She's like, yeah, no. Why is a ten year old kid coming to the castle at this point? They had plenty of opportunities to lose him. Right. It's like, oh, he was my only family. It's like, well, we're your family now. It's like, yeah, yeah. great. Doesn't mean I have to die with you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Jesus. Man. Like whatever now, the equivalent of video games and jerking off back then. That's what that kid should have been just doing instead. Yeah. Yeah, instead of like shaking an old man, uh, old man's cane. But um, bum, 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 bum. And, and uh, <laughs> as we mentioned before, Charlie, the Chalka Factory, his math teacher, he plays Ergo the Wizard, <laughs> uh, who who it's constantly little, turns little himself late. into animals. Constantly, it's like uh, I'm going to turn you into a f a goose, fat and ugly. Maybe you'll learn some manners. <laughs> turns himself I, into I, a goose. And I love him. He's great. I this, love him I too. Just, there wasn't enough of him in this movie. But but I mean I mean at age like seven or ten, like when we saw it, um, it's like yeah, uh, that's great. It's funny every time it happens. And then you watch it now, it says oh we're doing the animal thing again. Hey, you're right. Yeah, he. <laughs> it's the only thing he does in the film. He just becomes animals, which I believe was was done merely because it was easy. Yeah. Well, look at it this way. It's it's. The first time gonna, they meet him, what's he going to turn into? Like, like a fucking dragon or something? They don't have the well, budget no, for that. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, like, the first time they meet him, he rockets into a pool as like a ball of red flaming light. That that's right, and is never it, anything that cool happens again. Exactly. After that, it's like all oh, animal, animal, animal. It's like, does it, wait? I know he does more shit. He was <laughs> he fled a, a town like as a comet over a pie. <laughs> how come he can't do the animal thing you know is there something else it's just it's just really well it, it's you, you it's did, a lack you, of imagination of the writer well it's not a lack of imagination it's a lack of money because they said listen the writer probably is like listen i'd love to have him turn into a dragon or turn him into uh no. like, like something more menacing and it's like we just don't have the money to no, do you're, it you're, or it, it won't look right you're you're totally missing the point the, the point is 
he didn't have to change into animals at all. He could have done anything that would they could have done low budget special effects for. It was like the one thing he didn't have to do. They proved it by the fact that he was fl- uh, he was a fl- flaming comet when you first met him. He can cast other spells. This yeah okay. It, it's just it's like I, oh, I, well, I, see, where I see where you're going. I see where you're going with it. It's just this lack of imagination there. And for someone who did a bunch of sci-fi and science fan- science fiction films, it's weird. This this the the film really feels like it has a lack of. Uh, imagination. That's why the beast is just like oh, he's big and red, and his skull is uh. And uh, the Cyclops is the only cool part of the entire film. Yeah. And that's really pretty much just stolen from mythology. So what the fuck? <laughs> oh, they're yeah. in the swamps now. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Please, <laughs> the, the um, the uh, <laughs> quicksand scene. It's not at that scene exactly yet, no, but they're but, they're but walking saying, towards it. But at that, I, I've never before begged for someone to die faster than that scene. So guy, <laughs> just go under. Just go under. We know it's, it's just please. Can can you at least die? Can someone die quickly in this film? Well, and, and, Come and, on. And and the what's funny about that scene too is he grabs his hand. Colwyn grabs his hand and starts to pull him towards him. Then loses his hand. He goes under, and his hand slowly just kind of goes down twists and then under the the quicksand and you think okay it's done then his hand comes back up again almost like wait a minute no it's dying anyway <laughs> and you know what other film this film reminds me of a lot and i feel like it ripped off in some ways What's flash that? gordon flash gordon uh which came out yeah. three years earlier than this yeah yep now when they kill these slayers when they kill them some sort of like like fucking alien esque squid things like falls out of them. They never out of explain. Their head. They yeah. never explain what that is. It just happens. Uh, you know, I'm fine with that. I, I I guarantee that anything I give you as an explanation to you now will be more interesting than what <laughs> this guy was capable of doing. And and of course, the when they die, they make a sound almost like R two D two when he gets electrocuted in any Star Wars movie. No, it, it's something it's like, different. I swear, I recognized it when I heard it. I, I know I've sure heard you it just didn't film. recognize I, it from this movie. What? No, sh- but yeah. I, 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 every time they make that noise, it's like, uh, like yeah, that. I recognize that from another film. I want to say I did too, but I, I just, I know it's use another film. It was too. It's probably been like it's probably one of those old sound files that people keep lifting from other films. Sure, like the like, uh, like the Wilhelm scream. the Wilhelm scream. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I just really recognize that noise. Um, and then, like, oh, uh, how do we get there so fast? Uh, there's fire, um, uh, fire stallions. Yeah, they can go. What? Well, what is the distance they needed to go in a day? Like a like a, a thousand, thousand leagues. leagues? Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a fire stallion can go a thousand leagues in a day. Yeah, it's like perfect. And, and, and somebody was geeky enough to actually calculate calculate how far and fast that would be. And I, I forget how far it was, but they they calculated that they would have to go uh, around roughly 145 miles an hour to get there. <laughs> it's actually not that bad, since these 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 uh... explains why they're setting forest fires behind them. Yeah, <laughs> they're burning down the, the forest, burning down the house. Uh, <laughs> but it's like they're barely moving and they're on fire. Well, worse, it, and again, just fucking Clydesdales. That's all they were. 
and I was I was reading that like there's oh they the, the Clydesdales had to go in for makeup for this and that and then they showed the scene as what what did, what, did I what miss something makeup did, like were they trying to did they try to do like uh, some kind of special effect where they looked like they were on fire and they just like had to give it up because it was so stupid yeah because you're probably killing horses left and right yeah because well, you know, they didn't learn shit from Beastmaster. It's like let's spray paint this tiger black. It'll be fine. Yeah, like, I don't think any animals died in this one. No, but, uh, probably not. Let's spray paint yeah. part of this horse in red flames. That that's a great idea. Yeah, they probably oh. tried to to put like red and orange and yellow kind <laughs> type of flames on it and had it run. It's like that just looks fucking and dumb. It, yeah, and and then so they is all right. We have, we found the quickest way to get there. How do we show that by just showing them travel for five minutes? You know, yeah, and then when they it hit, felt like uh, it felt like five minutes long. When they hit, uh, you know, a cliff, they, they they'll just go over, and we'll just animate fire into uh, the horses, and then we'll uh, shoot the, we'll have the camera go up and have a green screen of them, and the horses were ba- will barely even be moving. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I was like, please, can we? I, I was begging for, um, for the like the eagle. From the Hobbit, <laughs> the dragon. Just no, the eagle that saves uh, saves the wizard. Oh, oh, that saves uh, Gandalf. Gandalf, yeah, Gandalf's yeah. eagle. That's I was praying for because again, like when I like when I watched the the Hobbit film with the eagle thing, it's like hey, come on. Oh, so uh, now they have eagles all of a sudden to get somewhere just so we can get them there quickly. And it's like oh please God, it's just give them eagles. It'd be so quick. Yeah, <laughs> so quick. Oh, it took them forever to get there. Forever. Now they're at the and quick. It, now they're at the quicksand scene. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know why, but that whole scene just reminds me of Flash Gordon. And again, a lot of the structure of the, of it too. Uh, they're they're aliens coming to each planet to destroy them. The the human has to save it. I don't know. Uh-huh. There's a lot of overlap. And look at this soundstage. This is literally just a gigantic, like Olympic sized swimming pool filled with just brown dirt <laughs> but it's like dry dirt on top of wet uh, like they don't look as wet as they should should that's correct it's like a weird mixture i, I would I, I you know well like robbie coltrane just it's like it's on the surface you yeah, know robbie coltrane just got out and his whole blower half was soaking wet but you're right it is mostly they're not like, covered in mud or anything right, so it's this like this like brown yeah oh just just Every time I saw Robbie Coltrane, it's like, wow, it, 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 a skinny Robbie Coltrane looks like a fat Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get over it. And I love Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. I, uh, he, that, that is a great observation. <laughs> you, you, you didn't see it? It's like slap. Every time I saw him, it was like it's slapping me in the face. I didn't I, know which one it was. I didn't see it. Oh. A skinny Robbie Coltrane <laughs> looks like a fat Freddie Mercury. Tell me I'm not right. You're fucking absolutely right. Thank you. Oh and, my and god. You that, you need to make a meme uh, of just that. I'll get right on it, sir. Please do that. That'll be that's great. Um but even Holly was like uh she I'm trying to point things out to her just to annoy her during the last half hour since she you know didn't have to watch the rest of it. And I was like, oh, and there's Liam Neeson, like the only other actor in there. She looks at him and goes, what's wrong with his face? <laughs> Liam Neeson? Yeah. He's 30 years younger. 
That's what. Right. It is. It, yeah, that's what. It's not angular. Like, it doesn't look like angular death now, as it you know, like it did. And also, he's wearing. He has that weird beard. That's right. like a chin strap, like an Amish chin strap, but like not. Basically, he's, he's he looks exactly the same as he did in High Spirits. Just about. Uh, Remember no, High Spirits? No, because he had sideburns. Didn't he? Didn't have the full beard. Um, he probably had some sideburns. No, but his face looks so round because of this weird beard he has in Krull. It looks like his face is like like a moon almost. It just his weird round face. He's just youthful. That's all it is. I and I think it's the beard too. I did. I Holly noticed it. She's like, "What's wrong with his face?" He's just young. I think that's really no. what it is. I mean, Coltrane is young. He doesn't look like you know. He looks like Fat Freddie Mercury, according to you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. You're you're more than right. It's it could and be you know the what? most accurate. It could be the most accurate thing you've ever said on this show. <laughs> By that. Oh, and and then even and this is like symptomatic too of like these films that came out for families or kids. You know, they're geared to kids. So of course, let's let's crush the goddamn cyclops to death so i can have that right. nightmare for and three then, years and then the old man uh the the old old man the 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 wizard he gets yeah. murdered like horribly <laughs> <laughs> like the because it's a clone of him uh, uh-huh. of some kind and he walks over and his nails animate into like longer like blade like nails and very then, bad animated very bad and then it pans over to the bad wizard just like kind of shaking and convulsing and screaming then it pans over to the other wizard which looks like he's coming in his pants but also dying at the same time <laughs> uh being murdered by the bad clone uh, wizard and it's just it, the whole scene is just creepy and i don't know how i didn't have nightmares oh well what about is it the face he gets on when when uh, they kill the clone wizard is it it's like <laughs> oh yeah yeah it, yeah it, the, it didn't really even do anything specific. It just deformed in such a way that it was grotesque. It would haunt you. Kind of bubbled <laughs> up and melted away. It just yeah. Was, what the fuck? I don't know how I, the, I I didn't get nightmares watching this shit. And this film's rated PG. The and, wi- the witch from the wizard was more attractive. Yeah, and, uh, no, and, and no, this, not the wizard from um, Legend. The witch the witch from Legend. Oh yeah, the um yeah. The, the swamp witch. Yeah, um, I'd take that over that freaky thing. Yeah. And, and there's, you know, again, there's another, the journey, now we're in like a swamp forest, you know, uh, what, you know, it's the same goddamn thing over and over again. And this is considered like a soft PG. This is one of those where it's like, yeah, just parental, was, parental guidance. Just make sure. It was G in other countries. Was it G? Well, like uh, Japan America, or something? In America and UK, it was PG, but uh, other countries, it was released G. Jesus. General audiences? Fuck. Yeah, I'd love to see what gets a PG back then. There, probably like <laughs> fucking full frontal. Oh, here he comes! It's gonna melt away. All bubble face here. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. He stabs him, and then he's like, <laughs> "Now, I'll grant you, I'll grant you, Beastmaster was a bit more disturbing than this, but he's not lo- by much. Losing a fucking eyeball. Yeah. Wow, that's fucked up." <laughs> Yeah, Beastmaster, sure. But 
the film, especially climax. with those things that uh, the vampire type things that that grabbed on you. It didn't make noise, but you could tell like what the sound it going made on. Noise. Well, you could tell that the sound going on inside was, you know, as uh, whatever it engulfed was was dying and being sucked uh, away. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that the, the climax of the film is even boring. Oh yeah. Now here, here's my question. Um, so the big thing again, they carry over love versus power at the end after he loses the glaive. The glaive. Um, <laughs> He they, he has no weapon to fight it, uh, so he he runs off and leaves somebody else to die. And <laughs> yeah, uh, but we'll then, suddenly she's like, "Oh wait, let's finish the wedding ceremony." She gives the flame to him as part of the ceremony, right. and now all of a sudden he has the power to shoot flames. Does this happen at every wedding? Yeah, right, right. And not only does he have the power to shoot flames, but it's like one of those industrial strength flamethrowers. Uh, and it's like, dude. Now industrial seriously? strength flamethrowers don't explode rock walls. No, they don't. Um, but it's just if most wedding ceremonies uh, gives you the power of that kind, then why is this beast dude even still around? Why is he still fucking relevant? He could yeah. get his ass kicked by anyone that gets married. If if you get that kind of power <laughs> by getting married, no wonder Liam Neeson's character has seven wives. Yeah, right, and still dies. It still dies. Still damn dies. It. Poor Liam. Spoiler alert. Oops. Damn it. Well, that's the that's the problem too. Is you're going through the films. Oh, we lost another good actor. No, so, don't leave us. Don't leave us with that. Yeah. <laughs> by the end, you're by the end, you're thankful for Charlie's math teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank, thank God we got somebody I can like enjoy for a minute or right. two. Like he tells the Cyclops, because uh, the Cyclops can't go with them. He basically says he has to stay behind specifically to die right and it's like so but but you're is it suicide that uh they're saying that he has to commit or is he just waiting no. around to die no he, he knows he knows where he's supposed to die and that was the that was the whole thing that the, the cyclops it, gave their gave one of their eyes in exchange for the ability to see the future see the but future. they got gypped in the deal and now they can only see their own deaths so he can see his own death so, so what happens is is if he tries to avoid I had to explain the same thing to Holly because she came in late. Uh, if he tries to avoid his death, right. he'll still die, but it'll be much more painful. That's why he got crushed. Yes. Hmm. So he was fully aware he was gonna become a pancake. Uh-huh. That's fucked up. That's some fucked but up it, shit right there. Exactly. That's that's the that's like the 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 that kind of complicated character act 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 for a character which isn't that complicated, but still, it's a complication to that character, does not does not deserve to be in this film. With, no. no. Not just because there's nothing else going in that way. I mean... Uh, I, uh, why do you put a... Why, why do you put a character in there you know is for the child children in the audience and then crush him to death between two rocks? <laughs> Come on, guys. Mommy! Killing so many people. You can't leave, like, the two children actors so he lost yeah, his father know. his bride and a cyclops all in the same day every kid in the audience is watching the cyclops and the wizard we know that can you at least leave them both alive why why does it have to be just one yeah oh. so so after the wizard uh, gets murdered and then they realize that the only reason they have the wizard with them is because he knows 
the way to the Black Forest, which is where uh, Colwyn's wife-to-be is uh, being um, held hostage by the Beast. He, he supposedly knew how to get the information of where the castle is by going to these three trees. And then when they... Right. So they didn't know where they go. All they knew is they had to be where the three trees are. They can't do anything else now. Wizard's dead. Wizard's he never, dead. He, did, he didn't scope, sketch it out for us. So, uh, um, Yinner. Yinner. Yeah. Yinner. He's like, uh, there's another way. Um, you know, the, uh, the, what, what was she? The, uh, the web. Widow, widow of the web. Widow of the web. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's like, we can go ask her. She knows. She'll know. And they're all like, are you fucking crazy, dude? <laughs> she, she's she fucking kill everyone, he's and like, he's yeah, like, no, he's like, I will I, go I alone. Banger. Yeah, I, 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 banger. I'm cool. what's hilarious about that scene? Okay, this is how I analyzed and broke down that scene in my head when I was Uh-oh, watching. Here it. we go. I want to hear this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he tells everyone, he's like, listen, uh, uh, widow of the web. I'm totally gonna go see her. You know, like we're we're old buddies. I'm gonna I'm gonna go take care of business. So he goes in there. He goes in there and uh, he's crawling through and there's this big fucking white spider that kills anyone that gets in. Anyone that gets in never gets out. Uh, even if they get to her, they cannot get out. They they will die. Uh, that is the whole... It's like, that is the price you pay for going in. It's a web. Well, yeah. yeah. No one is good enough to get out. Right. So he, uh, he finally, he goes to her and she turns... Um, the sands of an hourglass over to give him extra time because this spider's going to fucking get him. Um, but before that, he yells for her and he's like, uh, whatever her real name is. I forget what it is. But he Lissa. yells, oh, it's uh, it's the other Lissa. That's right. Yeah. Because she's like, in the end, she helps him because the other chick has the same name. It's like, that's right. it? That's all it takes? Hey, so now you know why Batman and Superman keep, uh, Batman versus Superman keeps getting a bad rap. Yeah. Martha, <laughs> I I still I'm still getting pissed every time people complain about that. There's nothing wrong with they that. They don't they don't know what they're talking about. That's just the way you can no. uh, you can put it. Well, anyway, so he he she pull she pulls the hourglass upside down to give him extra time. He gets in. They start talking. She reveals that she has killed because they used to be like a thing. Um, and when he left, she was jealous. She was pregnant with his child. She kills his son, and. He basically forgives her right there, or never. He was like, "Yeah, it's no big deal. I never knew the kid." Like that. That. <laughs> that, that, that oh, is how really? I took that scene. He's like, "Yeah, it's all right. I, I didn't even know." <laughs> it's like, man, you just saved me a ton of aggravation. I would not have been a good father. <laughs> That's like I'm telling you now. I would have been really bad at it. I mean, I left you. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, "Can I see how you used to look when you were young?" He's like, "Man, what was I thinking?" <laughs> It's like, wow, you are you are an asshole. Hold on. <laughs> then then she says, I will help you for the other Lissa. Help, you know, Colwyn find her. And she breaks the the hourglass and hands him the sand. And he gets out of there faster than than probably the first time he left her. And the only uh-huh. thing I could think of when that happened was like, thanks, bitch. I'm out of here. Because <laughs> he just like stage left even. And he just gets the fuck out. I swear to that whole scene, I'm just like, yeah, thanks, babe. Bye. 
<laughs> oh, and, and th throw this into the conversation, too. By the way, what's with this widow's, widow stuff? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not dead. Yeah, you didn't even think I was dead. Yeah, that's why That's why yeah. you killed my son. Right. Hello. It's, it's like the price she paid for killing her son was being uh, subjected and uh, uh, held hostage, basically, in that uh, web. Yeah. And anyone that comes visiting her... Uh, and sure, they go to visit her to say, "Hey, I want to get it on with this widow of the web." And it's like, "Man, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I'm gonna leave." And she's like, see, "All right, go ahead." And then they're dead. Now, if they had called it the spinster of the web, which it <laughs> is, like you'd have less guys trying to get in there. That's right. That's right. So after she men takes do, on men, her, men, do, men do all the adventuring in this universe. All all the women do is either sit in a sit in a uh, a prison or sit in a prison. Right. The only the only women we meet in this entire film are captives, or or wives, or wives. or um, or uh, evil. Well, evil, the beast uh, he has one woman that uh, again tries to kill Colwyn, but first tries to seduce him so that he could uh, the beast can then tell Lissa. It's like, listen, this guy's totally gonna fuck this chick. You better hang out with me. Just hang out with me, and we're all good. And she's and then that's when she goes on about you know love conquers whatever blah blah blah. Yeah, for, for like the seventh time. <sighs> I don't want your power, man. Uh, and, oh, here he is, where he comes with his red eyes. It's like, dude, maybe if you didn't have the red eyes, maybe you could have sold that better. He's not. He's not. He's not getting it. He's not getting it. He's not getting it. He doesn't take notes well. No. Uh eyes I, are redder than the devil's dick. I, I got. <laughs> I, again, I, I got to tell you, I was I was more bored during this than I was during, uh, um, well, not Legend. <laughs> Willow. <laughs> Willow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least again, at least Willow kept moving. There were the small, the slow period were for a reason, and like it, it was better paced. This is just, oh, oh yeah, now we're gonna watch the. <laughs> How long did they escape this place even? Or it's like when they're walking across the long bridge, like, oh Jesus, they have to run the whole length, don't they? Yeah. Oh, is it just everything takes forever around here? Forever. Ah. Oh. And you know, and the the whole weird interior of the castle never sold me. No. And I just something it just it's too scattered and oh so you have invisible walls that lead into spike rooms of course you do. Uh, it, how does that? How does how do the uh, the slayers know where to go? And how come the slayers are white at the castle but black when they go out? Who the fuck knows? That's that's a racist. It's racist. Yeah, very much so. Uh, there he is. It's fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. I mean, dude, just, I, I think Universal has a case. Like, serious, <laughs> seriously. It, it, makes the, it makes the monster from The Keep look good. Yeah. <laughs> just, so the, another film that popped in my head, although that's the only comparison, just a bad creature. <laughs> There's no other. Those films have nothing else in common. Who's the production company on this? Is it Paramount? Because they fucking... Paramount is the... Oh, it's Columbia it Pictures. Is. It's Columbia Pictures. It's Columbia? Okay. It's Columbia Pictures. So... Hmm. I Columbia Pictures, if I'm not mistaken, because I think we have one or two others, I believe they just go straight to monetizing. 
Okay. I was telling uh, for the audience out there. I was telling uh, my co-host here, Scott, that um, I went to go get the trailer for the show tonight for uh, for part of the production, and I noticed that someone has uploaded a full copy of uh, Krull onto YouTube. It's the full film in HD, mind you, and it's been up for a year and a half, and YouTube <laughs> has not taken it down. It is up there, and it is fine. I oh, you know, holy shit! Did you, did you post it on the Facebook page yet? No, I didn't. But if you do I'll a search, at, I'll for, look if, and do it right now while we're talking. Do a search for Krull 1983, and it's like the top search. It's right. What's hilarious about it? It's right at the top. It says that it's two hours and forty two seconds. Okay, and then if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see that YouTube is charging like three, four, five dollars to rent it, and it's two hours and like 44 seconds i think it's, it's in spanish it's not it's in english i checked oh it, it was it was posted in a uh, different language right and maybe that's how it got by but it is the full version of the film uh and it is in full glorious hd uh this is one of those fucking films too where it, whenever you try to click a spot to get uh, a dialogue there's none because no one fucking talks through two-thirds of the movie yeah you got to go like five minutes in. I believe uh, that's where she's talking to her yeah. father about uh, Colwyn, about how he's a good yeah. warrior, but how that makes bad husbands. Yeah. You know why this film's two hours long? Because 20 minutes into it, he's climbing a fucking mountain. <laughs> that's why it's two hours long. I found it up. So, yeah, go to our Facebook page and we'll have a link to it right there. Absolutely. Go watch the whole movie for free. Something that uh, we, we get yelled at by a lot of viewers for uh, not doing. <laughs> I mean, I've even went so far as to put review in the title of our YouTube videos. Now we should we should get a copy. We're gonna get a copy of this and post it, but mark it as review. <laughs> no, because then you know what we will get flagged, and then, uh, then we get flagged. Of course, we'd get flagged for doing that, right? So what I'm basically <laughs> getting at is after funny. we're we're yes, well after we're done with this episode tonight, I I plan to post it on YouTube, and I can guarantee you we get flagged immediately. My when I dispute it, my only response should be the link to the other full fucking movie with a question mark. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and yep, it's live on our Facebook page if you need the link. Yeah, I would say we we get at least one or two comments a week about how we should shut the fuck up and play the movie. <laughs> I, no, no, I, I agree. No, no, no. sorry. Uh, we're, we're, we're reviewing it and, uh, sorry that you're confused by that. Speak, sp speaking of reviewing it, we have anything else to add for Krull? No. Now, did you play, ever play the video game? I had it and it was awful. There's some, there's some great YouTube videos of people playing the, the Atari Krull game. It is god awful. And the worst part is this guy's like, a, a, a real, one of the video. I forget the name of the character person that was doing the video. I apologize. Uh, but he's one of those people that there's really into the old games, so he's playing it and talking about it, uh, giving the history and everything, and he's, and he's saying things like, you know, this is really good for an Atari game. It's like, no, it's not. Is this the video game <laughs> nerd by any chance? No, it's not. No, it was, okay. I, I looked for him. It was someone, somebody else I don't remember the name of. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's like, it's, no, because video game nerd wouldn't have, wouldn't have defended it. Oh, okay. <laughs> this guy's like, no, I mean, you know, I don't know why it didn't do so well, because there's a lot of stuff going on in here. There's really, you know, it's got a great gameplay. No, it doesn't. It's horrible. <laughs> 
They're all horrible. I should uh, I should start doing that myself. Now that I have a retro pie, I can play literally every fucking game that's there. There you go. You did you hear yeah, you that? Uh, yourself. Did you did you hear that? Um, I posted it today. Uh, did you hear that Nintendo is not making the NES Classic anymore? They have decided no. to stop making it entirely. They've sold really? like a, you know a, a million or two of the uh, units, but they said they never intended for it to be a a long term system that they were going to sell. But it's wow. just an, it's just an NES with thirty fucking games on it. And you can't buy one anywhere because they underproduce them, and people are selling them online, YouTube, Amazon, YouTube, uh, like eBay and Amazon for like two, three hundred dollars. It's like, sorry, I'm gonna build a, a Raspberry Pi for I don't know sixty dollars, and uh, not only am I gonna have every Nintendo game ever made, but I'll also get every Super Nintendo Genesis and Neo Geo and fucking Maymar. It's just such a better fucking investment. Why do you think they did that though? Because their new, brand new video game system called the Switch, or Switch, is now out. And I can guarantee you, like they, they did... They don't want to compete against it. No, no, not even that. Not even that. I guarantee you, like they did with the Nintendo Wii and the Wii U, is that they're going to sell all of those games virtually again. You can buy all those games uh, through their, their uh, market store. Uh -huh. And... You could download Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, all of them, everything. Every Nintendo game, you can download it for like a couple of dollars, five dollars, and you could play them on the system. It's just a retro thing that they do. So they did this to, to make a lot of fucking money. Then they're going to, they stopped making it. And now they're going to say, well, now that we stopped making this product and the Switch is out, you can buy a Switch and you could just buy these for five dollars each. They did it with the Wii, they did it with the Wii U, and they're going to do it with the Switch. And I don't believe that if you owned a Wii, a Wii U, and now a Switch, any of that shit carries over. It's not like Xbox. Right. Shit, games that I had with the original Xbox, with the original, carried over to the 360. Games I had with the 360 have now carried over to the Xbox One. A lot of them. A lot of them. You know, and they're they're releasing more and more um, compatibility games every single week. Yes, they are. And then when the next Xbox system comes out, which will be like three or four years from now, I can guarantee you that Xbox 360 and Xbox One in some way, shape, or form will be compatible at some point. Because it's something that fucking Sony never does, and Microsoft always does. But people shit on Xbox because, whatever, it's cool, I guess. I don't know. Now, yeah. Now, speaking of crawl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, I wanted to, since we talked about it being a G uh, in some countries and a PG thirteen uh, or a PG here, or no PG thirteen. You gonna read the parental guide? Yes, please, please, please. Yes, yes, um, yes. <laughs> sex and nudity, none whatsoever. None. They almost sound annoyed. God damn it. Uh, violence and gore. You can always uh, count. Get... You could always count on at least some partial or frontal nudity in an '80s film. And here's what's adorable: whoever posted these ones decided they wanted to give a scale of one to ten. Oh, so boy. for sex and nudity, they actually put zero to ten, and then it has it none whatsoever, as if zero to ten wouldn't give us a clue. Yeah, right. <laughs> then Dumb. violence and gore. He Dumb decided ass. to go seven out of ten. Seven. Num yeah, yeah, seven. So numerous sword fights and stabbings, but nothing too graphic. To lots, uh, oh, lots oh. of people shot with lasers. He should be shot with a laser for putting to 
Attempted throttling of the main character, but villain is killed before he can do this. I don't remember what scene they're talking. Someone what? is off-screen crushed. Is he talking about the wizard throttling? Because he was like, like really shaking when he, uh, as no, he was I, killing him. I, I'm not sure what they mean by throttling. Who the fuck knows? He said T.O. <laughs> can't, I can't uh, let it go. Is it someone is off-screen crushed? What's uh, the Cyclops? Cyclops, yeah. A man is stabbed by a spike that grows through the wall. <laughs> Parentheses, no blood. No blood. But he got a seven. A fucking Cannibal yeah. Holocaust is probably a solid eight. And he gives this a seven. Now, profanity, he drops the number scheme and just goes to none whatsoever. <laughs> he, he didn't even commit. Now, for alcohol, drugs, and smoking, he says none whatsoever, but this time he uses the number scheme again. Zero out of ten. Oh, Jesus. So I guess he got nervous. Maybe they don't know what I mean by none whatsoever. Uh, then finally, frightening slash intense scenes. This should be good. Yeah, many. Uh, six, six out of ten. Six. It's, it's less fright. This film is less frightening than it is violent. Oh, I can probably agree with that. Uh, scenes of vil scenes of villains losing snake in parentheses and then dash like. Oh my god. It's like, dude, it's like you no, it's one or the other, and probably more the dash. It's like people that you actually use air quotes with their hands. I just want to <laughs> smack. I just want to smack their hands. Like, don't it's do that. Not how quotes work. That's not, not how quotes work. <laughs> Seeing the villains losing snake-like parts from their body upon being killed. That's when their brains jump out of their heads. Right. Uh, that's right. I, I told. I told Holly again. Just trying to keep her in the film. So it's, uh, oh yeah, these and these uh, these things when when they when you kill them, their brains jump out of their heads and you scream. Know, you know, it's funny. I use the air quotes in the air, but when I do it, I'm doing it sarcastically, and I don't. I'm think like on a, I'm like on a totally different point now. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I was just wanted. I just was, wanted to point out that I do it, but sarcastically because I don't like it when people do it, and I don't think people realize that because I don't tell them it. I'm gonna use them a lot more now. So I should just stop doing it. Because I'm the only one being entertained by my own sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were talking. You were talking about uh, the parental guide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what I was saying was like it just uh, another reflection of. But you know what I mean about whole. about the air quotes that I'm talking. Oh, I, I, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Now I'm. Now I was actually just fucking with you. <laughs> my only point was that I pointed out to her. That, that when you kill the aliens, the brain jumps out of the head and screams. And she's asked me, well, why? And I was like, I don't know. Kroll doesn't, Kroll doesn't give those kind of answers. That's right. See, it wasn't even worth going over three times. That's what killed, kills it totally. Because it wasn't even that funny. It was just like something that amusing to, to bring up. So, Dorf needs no helmet. <laughs> uh, oh, we're, not, we're not done yet, though. No? Um, okay. A giant spider that stalks the hero in a giant web. He does not stalk the hero. He stalks one of the hero's helpers. That's right. And uh, and I guess stalking is frightening. Okay. It's probably the most intense scene of the whole film. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I'm not saying it's intense. No. But it's definitely the most intense. Um, and then one character is killed by a spear and his face beings, his face beings too rot, but nothing too graphic. And this time he used too correctly. <laughs> probably because he's like, well... I got a 50-50 shot. Neither so, of these mention the old guy's corpse. I guess that's not considered violent or scary. Oh, about how he uh, was like all melty and bubbly and all that? No, that's the creature they kill. I'm saying when the when the, 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 uh, 
Cyclops, I keep almost calling him a cyborg. When the Cyclops finds the, the, the dead wizard... Oh, right, when he rises out of the quicksand. Yeah, it's an old dead guy's body. That's yeah. a traumatic scene for a seven-year-old. Not, ooh, he got hit by a laser. Kids love people being hit by lasers, because it doesn't explain death. <laughs> <laughs> but a wrinkled old dead guy there that we know is killed, that's a corpse. Yes, right. Pretty dead dude. Yes, and that's the end of the uh, Parents' Guide. All right. So do you want to rate this? Let's go ahead and rate this. Now, I'm actually was surprised this, at how high this is on IMDb. Was this a big part of your childhood, this film? It was. It was one of my I, earliest mem- theatrical memories, like going to a movie. One of the earliest memory memories I have ever is E.T., which I do not like, even to this day. I remember... I remember seeing that. Which, it came out in 82... I remember being taken to the theater. I remember my aunt. My aunt was a big part of my life movie-wise. She recorded a lot of movies. She had one of the first VHS players like my parents. She would record movies all the time. I'd go over there. I'd hang out. I'd watch movies with her. It was just. It was very cool to hang out and watch movies at my aunt's house. She was a very big, uh, big film person, and she would always take me to the movies, and I always appreciated that. Um, but one of the movies that she wanted to take me to was E.T. And I, even in 1982, I'm, I'm only six years old. I am not having it. I'm like, I do not want to see this movie. And she's trying to sell this movie, telling me the movie theater has a spaceship on the roof and it's cool and you're going to love it and we're all going to see it. And I'm like, I don't want to see this fucking movie. I agreed to it anyway. And we went and I still hated it, but I didn't tell her that. I just didn't like it. So that is probably my earliest film memory. And then I, well, Return of the Jedi and, and this are the others. I, I, one of my childhood film memories is has to do with E.T. too. Is, is my parents and, uh, and we and every, you know, the family was online to see uh, Tron. Oh, okay. And they were going up the line and asking people who who, who they're in line for to see if you know how many seats they had available. Yeah, that so was that, when so, you you had to actually wait outside in a line to go see a yeah, movie. Right? Yeah, he, there there was no lobby to wait in and everything. Which is where the um, term blockbuster came from, because you actually were waiting outside on a street block. Yeah, you're <laughs> running blocks. Yeah, so so this guy's going and getting you know asking everybody what ticket they're getting, and then after he walks by and he's down going down the line, my mother says, you know. Uh, I, I think to my father, I'm afraid it was to us, but it's like, you know, if they're sold out of Tron, we get to see E.T. again. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm watching Tron. I am not watching E.T. again. I didn't, that, like, that, was, that, that wasn't even an option without Tron in the mix. No. And, 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 and your parents' bad choices in films go all the way back <laughs> to 1982. <laughs> not all bad choices, but definitely... But the fact you know, that they were voluntarily going to go see E.T., it's like, you know... I'm kind of hoping Tron is sold out. Now, I'm not, I'm not like you. Not uh, unlike you, I don't hate ET. I I liked it then. If I go back now, eh, I don't have as fond memories for it as do other films, but I didn't hate it as a kid. Uh, I still I'm That's not a, I'm not a fan of the film whatsoever. Although I do have in my collection the uh, and I had to get I had to get it off the internet because apparently Spielberg uh, CGI'd 
uh, walkie-talkies into the hands of the FBI agents instead of guns. Because right. Drew apparently Drew Barrymore, which is his goddaughter, requested it for some fucking reason because she's in the film and she didn't like the message that it was sending that they had guns. It's like you know what? It's a fucking movie. It's fake. It's about an alien. The you know it's about the government not knowing what the fuck to do about it. They're you know bad what? It, guys. It's the most real thing in that fucking movie is the fact that they have guns going after this goddamn alien. And he CGI, CGI'd out the guns and put walkie-talkies. Well, the copy that I have is the is it's an HD uh, telecast uh, of the film in its entirety uh, before Spielberg fucked with it with the gun shit. Nice. So it's what it's what's in my collection and what is what will stay in my collection uh, until uh, they decide to put the fucking guns back and. That's why I have the films like the way I do uh, with Star Wars, the Harmy collection. Uh-huh. Although I heard a rumor that Disney is going to be releasing the theatrical versions of Star Wars this year. Of course they are. They, they have a 50-year plan. This, this, this is no different than from back when they were on VHS. And like every two years, like, oh, now we, we uh, redid the sound. Now it's uh, DTS or uh, whatever yeah. it was back then. Well, I mean, it's THX, but yes. THX. Uh, well, DTS is something else, um, or then they like, or, yeah, well, or and then two years later, it's like, oh, we we oh, we uh, we uh, we enhanced the color. We enhanced it. Like they could turn the color knob on the TV. Oh, we enhanced it. That's basically or, you know, what so they did. We did the sound. Now it sounds better. Now it's, 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 I, I told my father at one point. It was like later. Obviously, I didn't clue on this. Was a kid. I was like, Dad, you know, because of what they do, you bought the same movie five times. <laughs> That's right. So he's like, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> like, and, and and let me tell you something. The only reason why I'm actually anticipating that Disney is going to release the theatrical versions is it's be- it's going to give Harmy better stock to work with because they're still going to get it wrong. It, Harmy but, and the people that he uh, hangs out with these are very fucking serious people. They 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 fucking they know their shit. They take 35 millimeter uh, prints of the movie. They restore it just to get that perfect. This is how it looked back then, and this is how we want it to be restored. Disney isn't going to do that. They're going to take the theatrical, and they'll probably have still the matte paintings, or though they won't have the matte paintings. I'll have the CGI, but it'll be the theatrical cut. Harmy will fucking. He's like shit. I don't have to take cuts from the Laserdisc anymore and upconvert that to HD. I got the HD. I can just slightly modify that now. It's going to be awesome. When they finally but, do release it, you're going to get but, the best theatrical cuts ever. But but the point, too, is that the reason they did it in the first place, because there was, again, there was the backlash of purists that were like, you know, why are you putting all this shit in this? And the answer is, I'm doing this because I know it'll sell. And then the people that I've upset like you, you suckers will buy it ten year, five or ten years later when I finally come out with this. This is a long-term strategy. Oh, yeah. This is the long game. Buy- this is what they call you're- the long game. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> one, that copy you're bitching about, you still bought it. And you're going to buy the other one. Because right. <laughs> because you're gonna own twelve copies of my fucking movie before you die. Uh, and and the thing is, I've promised myself that I will not buy any Star Wars films unless it's theatrical, or Harmy says, you know what, my work is done. There's nothing I can do to fix this. 
when that happens, that's when I'll actually buy them. Otherwise, I'll just keep getting the Harmy collection. Luckily, I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I never had to buy them. <laughs> Why? Well, I've always loved Star Wars, but no. Uh, again, as a kid, yeah, I loved it, toys and stuff. But I, I, it's it, it's like the it's not like as bad as the villain, but it's like that. I can look back and yeah. go, yeah, I I know I liked it then, but there's no reason. I uh, I I I mean, I hate the prequels, but. <laughs> well, come on. That's easy. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> that's it, so easy. It is very easy. Hate the fucking prequels. The fuck was Lucas thinking when he did that? It's like The Godfather. I'm not saying they're bad films or, or whatever. I'm just saying, you know what? I just don't care for them. Okay, I can I can well, agree with that. That's all. Just it's personal the, taste. Nothing else. It's, uh, no it's criticism. The, the Godfather oh, no, 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 is mostly recognized. Uh, uh, the part one and two is the greatest films ever made, and I can understand why people might not feel that way. I, 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 I think that bad. it is a bad comparison because the Godfather films are good films. Star Wars films are not good films. No, they're not. <laughs> no, you can you can love them, but they're not good films. Although I and will, I, was, I will say that I was watching Rogue One. I haven't finished watching the whole thing. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and that's possibly. Just the first hour that I saw, some of the best paced, possibly the best Star Wars film I've seen yet. It's Better than the last one. It blows the last one out of the water, from what I've really? seen. Really? Because the last one borrowed so much from Star Wars, uh, the original Star Wars, which I'm okay yeah. with. It's still better than anything Lucas ever did. Um, but this... Yeah is more of an original story um and it just ha it just has that it's got that star wars feel to it but it's it just has it's just better i just hope How that this is the this is as uh, the 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 good filmmaking that they are um imposing in this film is what they do go for going forward you know it's like the unspoken truth that this last Star Wars film, not not Rogue One, but the the new one of the tri oh, trilogy, Force, Force or, Awakens. Force Awakens. Force Awakens is better than any other Star Wars film. It is the best Star Wars film. Yeah. <laughs> I just as far as everything, acting, production value, yeah. uh, writing, everything, it is far better than any other Star Wars film. You're talking about Force Awakens or Rogue One? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Episode yeah. seven. Seven, All right? Yeah. yeah, and I'm talking it, that Rogue One is probably better than Force Awakens. And and I dare you to tell any Star Wars fanatic that. Well, the first and, thing that they'll come back just with. See what happens. Well, see what's like. Their head will split open and shit will fly out at you. Well, yeah, the the first thing that they come back with, uh, uh, which is always the answer, is Empire. Empire is the best Star Wars film ever made. You know, yeah, you know why? Because because the original was 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 that bad well well the fact that empire is, is the darkest of all the star wars films um it doesn't it doesn't end it doesn't have a happy ending that's why i like temple of doom yeah yeah it doesn't have a happy ending um i i have always been partial to empire uh, me too i agree um, so you know it there are actually uh, a lot of people compare rogue one to empire in the fact that they're considering it to be just like that kind of not groundbreaking but a film that 
you know, embodies everything that they want in a Star Wars film and more. So right. it, it, it's it's I've only seen the first hour because I'm watching it with my kids and they had to go to bed, so I didn't continue without them. Um, I really like what I see in uh, Rogue One. I really, really did. I, I definitely recommend it. No, I'm, I definitely want to see it. Yeah. Anyway, so this film is at a 6.0 on IMDb. Oh, crawl! That's right. We're yes. talking about crawl. Yeah, because we're like at an hour and forty. It's like we can't do a show that's uh, less than two hours these days. Ah, uh, uh, it's your fault. It's not. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's six, a 6.0, which I think is kind of high. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, six kind of puts it in the like good film category. It's well above uh, average at a six point oh. It's 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 high. It's almost to I, the I, point of where it's 6.0. It's like, you know, if they change this and this, it could be a 7. That's how high it is. I think this deserves a flat 5 for the main reason that if you look at the time period, you have both um, sword and fantasy films that are complete garbage. Uh, maybe even stuff that's a bit more or low, low budget like Hawk the Slayer. Right. Uh, which isn't a great film itself, mind no. you. Uh, and the other end, you've got stuff like Legend, uh, which is bad in its own way, but still a much better film artistically. You know, however you want, right? You know, pick a direction. Sure. I really think this is like th this is like what mainstream Hollywood shits out when it says, "Okay, we need a fantasy film." Yeah, yeah. To be blunt, yeah. this is run of the mill. This is rom com. Yeah. Uh, average rom com, just, except Cyclops except just got crushed. <laughs> oh. They're trying to that, stick like a fucking sledgehammer in there or whatever that, that scene that is. has haunted me my entire life. Just it's, him like being crushed in and, there. And the only thing I can think of is Haunting. like, it's like, dude, you could have got out of that. <laughs> Haunting. It's like he wanted to be crushed. It's like, yep, this is how <sighs> this is how I go. This is how I end. Unacceptable. <laughs> um. So I think a five is appropriate. I think this is an average film. It, it's it's. You know, yeah, it, it's definitely it's, it's, not worse than a five, but it's definitely not better. If it's guilty of anything besides unoriginality and lack of creativity, it's just flat out uh, boredom. That's it. I wouldn't even say bad acting on a level. Just, yeah. just like it's almost like no one. It was just all right. We're gonna make a big budget film, but no one really has any idea or inspiration, and it just comes out like this crap. So like flat five. It's, it's this is a sausage mill. Sausage, mm, sausage. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, I, oh, I need. I need the recipe of what uh, of the um, strombolis you made. Oh, okay. Holly's asking, what kind of sausage was that? That was. She was. She really liked that. Oh, the sausage and pepper stromboli. Yeah. Um, it's your. You know, every supermarket has uh, just their uh, their ground uh, sweet I, no, and I, I sweet the, and. Uh, what? Well, I know. I need the Italian behind the scenes stuff. We'll talk after the show. You got it. <laughs> um, the the only weird thing about the demographics for this uh, is that the lowest demographic it horseshoes a bit. Uh, for the overall, yeah, from ten. Yeah. To, uh, no, it's but it's not a, it's not a true cult horseshoe, which would be opposite. Um, but uh, when it comes to like the, when you break it down to demographics, male, female, young, and old, lowest demographic is. Two females under the age of eighteen, uh -huh. average of five point five, and but then the highest demographic is 
Um, males under 18, eight of them gave it a 7.3. But what I find most amazing is I'm looking at this, just the votes, male or female, 18,000 votes came from males. Only 1,800 votes came from females. I find that just fascinating. Why? Because this mostly men have reviewed this movie. But I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. It's a male-centric film. It is, but you'd think that there would be a little bit more than 1,800 females. Ah, I, I, no, I don't even think. I mean, the advertising doesn't really speak to females. Look at compare this to Legend. Legend is there should be more females rating it than men. There should be because that's a that movie's romance through and through. And it's sold like that, and it plays yeah. like that. She's in hat. She's. I think she's in that movie more longer than Tom Cruise is the lead character. Uh, yeah, that's that's definite possibility. Yeah, I never again, really this thought movie, of it. There are no really strong positive female roles in this film mm. at all, and she's barely on the screen. She's she's just an object to be saved. <laughs> you know, it's very demeaning. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah other than that our age group uh, tends to go with average too 6.2 6.3 we're lower than that IMDB staff 10 rated it 5.1 average hmm uh, stepping up the game they're on the money on that one can't shit on them for it well played well Well, played well played sir I uploaded the uh, the Cool World episode, and of course we were not only flagged but blocked worldwide. Oof! And of course it's a Paramount film. They they have a real hard on about their stuff, but um, and I, of course I disputed it, and hopefully it's fresh in their memory. Yeah, this is the scene right here that's in our opening, the one that's happening right now, not the one no. from the beginning of the film. I think you're wrong. I'm not. Um. So, uh, they just have a real hard-on about their stuff. So hopefully it's fresh in their memory that they just let Crocodile Dundee through. And they're like, oh, these guys. And just go, yeah, let's let it through. Instead of waiting an entire month and then having me appeal and wait another month. Because it took two months for that Crocodile Dundee to come through almost. Yeah, it's too long. It is very long. So hopefully uh, this one, I'll upload it tonight. It'll just go right through. Hopefully. We'll see. So I think uh, I think it's about that time. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've had this discussion before. I was going through YouTube and watching a bunch of those random videos of uh, top ten scenes without this, top top ten films with bad actors. You know, blah blah blah. And I got one. It was a list of um, five films that you'll only that you'll never watch again. Oh, like God. films that were so traumatic that you I could only watch those. them once. I fucking hate those. That's just it's all click. <laughs> I, it's all clickbait garbage. Uh, the videos I, I I put them on in the background these days because I, I just like hearing what people have to say about if, films. If you do, if you watch one, like if you go on YouTube and you're signed into your account and you watch one video that says, "Blah blah blah," actor, the reason yeah. why they don't get movies anymore. They will just fucking inundate you oh. with that shit. They will say, this is why this actor doesn't get films anymore. This is why yeah. this actor doesn't get films anymore. That's, and yeah, that's it's the just shitty ones. I hate those too. Clickbait garbage. Right, but those are shitty. I watched one of those once and I was like, this is bullshit. No, I'm talking about ones that actually have 
like that are, that are interesting. I think give me a little okay. credit. All right, all right. So it's so like this one was like five films that you you know you can only watch once because they're so traumatic. Oh boy, Sir, I, I bet a Serbian film isn't even in the list. No, <laughs> a Serbian film's not on the list. Necromantic, Necromantic not on the list. Of course not. You know why? Because we didn't Miracle. make that fucking list. We Miracle make that Miles list. Miles not on the list. You know Funny what? Games isn't on the list. We need to make our own list. We've already mentioned four movies that should be on it. We need one more, and I bet that shit ain't hard. Ah, uh, Spice Girls. Five movies <laughs> that you can never, you can watch only once. But dude, dude, I'm watching. This is I was, I, you know, again. Sometimes it's just kind of background, so I'm not really getting too deep into him. But this one was just so wrong. It was like everything he was mentioning. Oh, I can't even remember one. Um, the the big one I'll get to, but like I think it was stuff like um, they were all crap. They were all like I'd watch that now. Every single one of them, I'd yeah. watch that today. You know, drunk or you know, <laughs> this is this is shit. This is not. Uh, but and then they get to um the last one on the list. They say um. Um, the drug film. Oh, uh, Requiem, Requiem for, a Dream. for a Dream. Right, and I mean, and I'm like, all right, you're you're kind of bailing yourself out on the last one. I'm cool with this. Right. And the narrator, and I'm I'm not even going to try to do it, the voice, but basically says, uh, n- yes, the film is is traumatic because we watched this, uh, you know, this guy uh, lose his life to drug addiction, and you watch this mother lose her life to the pharmaceuticals. It's like those are traumatic, but the real trauma is uh, the girl who's the final scene we see is her uh, surrounded by men cheering for them to have sex. <laughs> that's the worst ending in that film. No, we've had this conversation before, and that's yes. why I had to bring it up because I was like, "Dude, you almost had me." But then if you're going to go through all that and say, "Oh, that part about like lose, solely losing your mind and ending up in a sane asylum, or that one of, of like losing your arm and like dying alone." Those right. are sad, but just you know, selling your selling having, yourself for sex, having for money. sex for money, so you can have your drugs. Come on, that's that's. Out she of didn't even three, seem that broken choose? up about it. What? <laughs> Listen, she I, I'm she going. At, I'm going. Me. I'm going ass to ass every time. Exactly. <laughs> she looked happy to me. Yeah. It, it, so, really, that's. That's why that's the most. That's why this film you can't watch twice because she's the only one that survives. Right. And now you could you can rate the quality of the survival. That's fine. We're not talking sure. about that. We're talking out of the three choices, which one's the one you put the money on? Come on. Yeah, come on. What's what's your favorite hell? I think that one looks okay. Yeah. That's a hell I can handle. You know. Okay. Since we're we're you know we're still uh like doing crawl like at the end of the film. The beast. He looks like he's like fucking uh, six, seven stories tall. He oh, looks. The, he looks. The, yeah, the, the beast. beast. He looks gigantic. And yeah. then, you, then you got Colwyn down at the bottom, where he just looks like he's like this tiny little pea. Then he walks over to go get uh, the clave, and he grabs it because it's in his chest at this point. And his hand isn't like the beast hand is like the same. It's like it's the same size. Like yeah. he, he's not 40, 50, you know, sixty feet tall. He's or like, maybe like he grows like depending on how much power he has. I don't know, but he's like I, he's like a six foot you know black lagoon creature. Uh, uh, <laughs> like he's making this face where he's trying. He's like he, he got his hand 
and he's like trying to get it out of uh, the body of the beast and he just he's like struggling but the only thing i keep seeing when he does that is the clave <laughs> he just looks like he's making this face like clave <laughs> the clave <laughs> anyway all right i'm done are you done <laughs> the only other thing I gotta say is, is I was, when I was explaining to Holly what yeah. the glaive was, the glaive, and she's like, "Oh, I know that thing. That wasn't there like a toy that they had to recall because it was like cutting kids' faces off." Like, it's <laughs> like was, I never heard about that. But I she don't think do so. Searching, no. But then she does some searching stuff, and then like she she ends the whole thing with, "That's de- yep, that's definitely that's definitely the the crawl blade thing that uh, adorns every knife aficionado's walls." <laughs> And all I could think was, and I said, you know, knife aficionado is probably the nicest way you've ever said crazy people. (laughs) It was a knife aficionado. It's just like the perfect, there's no way that's a good thing. And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, all right, everybody. Yes. As always. What? We don't know what we're reviewing next week. We don't. But we're right. uh, we're down to some of our last um, uh, requests, like Mr. Bean's Holiday, the uh, Jodorowsky's Dune, Death of Superman. We're like in that territory now. Right. So we'll figure it out after I post this. Hopefully, it's not blocked worldwide because after Sammy J asked us to do Cool World. After I uploaded it, I wanted to point them in the direction of it, and I can't even do that now. The only thing I can do is point them in the direction of the live stream feed, which apparently doesn't fucking work when you go to the website, which is livestream.com slash moviesucktastic. It just doesn't work. Whatever. Fucking stupid live stream. Anyway, make sure you go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download the show there. You can listen to the show there. You can tune in every Thursday at 8 o'clock live and hang out with us while we watch and review the film. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Make sure you leave us some email. Give us a film request. Tell us we shouldn't talk over the movie. Whatever you want to do. We'll read it. You can go to iTunes and you can download the show and listen to it there as well. You can also go to our Tumblr page, which Scott keeps up to date, does a very good job with it. I'm very happy about that. Is moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. And uh, please be sure to go to our YouTube page. We are flooding the shit out of that with videos. Scott is doing a bang up job sending me movie stills for doing the, uh, the back episodes. And uh, go ahead and make sure to download the free Android app. 100% free for your phone, your tablet, or whatever Android device you're using. Uh, Everything I mentioned is in there and is super duper easy to use. You'll love it. We really recommend it. And that about does it. You have this quizzical look on your face. The Glaive! The Glaive! Is that your words of wisdom? Is that your words of wisdom? Uh, either that or to each his fate. I think the glaive works better. The glaive. All right, I love it. (laughs) 
All right, everybody. We're going to talk to you next week when we review some other shitty movie. Bye-bye. Later. Later, Gator.